Hello, everyone. Welcome in. One, two, bad fo- Oh. I forgot I was on the internet for a minute. You just got called out. That's what she said. You will get made to meat pies. Yes, come on! Come on. It's pretty absurd. Bad Philosophy. Weekly Y number six. Recorded on May 13th, 2009. Live on stage. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. One, two, Bad Philosophy. Weekly Y number six. Uh, coming at you from Dallas, Texas. <clears throat> I'm here with Kevin Saunders. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And his sister, Kat Saunders. Hello. Uh, we are... About two hours away from a uh, concert by Jonathan Colton and Paul and Storm at the Granada Theater. And uh, we just got back from a, what was it even, a, a backstage extravaganza with, uh, with the group? Extravaganza seems a little strong. Okay, um, it was the sound check. <laughs> it was really nifty. Sort of my check. It was, uh, it was pretty nifty. So, uh, for those of y'all who don't know the backstory... Um, Kevin and I, along with uh, Greg Briley, who's been on the show before, we did a uh, sign language video together uh, for one of Jonathan Colton's songs called The First of May. And uh, a couple days after we posted it, Jonathan Colton himself uh, found the video and uh, tweeted it out. And it is now a, uh, a bit of a mini phenomenon on the Uber tubes. It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, it's got a few thousand views, <laughs> somewhere around six, I think. And uh, so shortly after there, uh, after that, uh, Jonathan Golden actually contacted me via email and invited me to come sign the song with him on stage at, at an upcoming concert. Um, I'd already bought tickets for it. I, I kind of, you know, sent him a little thing telling him that I'd be there. But uh, he formally invited us, and so we drove up here today. You drove up here today. No, I, I drove up here for the day, rather. Um, Kevin and Kat just drove over from Grapevine because they live here. Sort of. And, uh, and so we're just hanging out. We got here really early. And um, I was going back to our car, which is parked uh, in the concert lot, and uh, just having to ask some guys outside, hey, you know, are, are, are the band guys here already? And at that moment, uh, Paul of Paul and Storm came out the door, and I was like, oh, hey, I'm the sign language guy. And he recognized me, of course, and uh, brought me inside, and I called, uh, I called Kevin and Kat to come over. And we proceeded to uh, meet all the guys and watch them set up the equipment backstage, kind of banter with them a little bit. And then once they had completed the sound check, which was hilarious, um, their, their little, uh, little comments back and forth were great. We... Uh, Got to kind of stage ourselves up there, get the lighting all set up, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it was it was great because they they kind of already knew of us coming in there. Yeah, and we were we were more than just fans, <laughs> which is something I really it was, have, have it was never. Professional. It was very professional. It was like we're we're colleagues for the moment. Um, granted, we are nowhere on the level of stardom of these guys, but. At least for one song tonight, we yeah. will be on stage with them. <laughs> we've even got tape markers yeah, to prove it. We've been yes. spiked. We've been spiked. Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what, uh, what were y'all's impressions of it? Like, coming out of it now, is it still kind of taking a little while to sink in? Or No, it's, it's completely sunk in to me because, I mean, that's that's the environment that I live in. <laughs> and so I didn't feel out of place at all. Like, right. I didn't feel awkward. Like, oh, yeah, there's a sound check. We're doing lights. We're doing sound. I mean, the guy climbing up on the truss to, to modify the lights, focus the lights. I mean, that's... For me, it was very professional. I mean, that's, that's yeah. kind of the used, term I used. But it's, it's a situation whereby this is this is how it's done. I mean, I, I never did anything over at the USA, but every time there was stuff at the United Spirit Arena, 
uh, which is the big stadium we have at Tech, they would always bring in tech guys from Texas Tech. I was talking to one of the guys I graduated with um, did backstage work for WWE when they came to Lubbock um, and actually got to meet uh, McMahon. And he's like, you're, you're a lot nicer in person. He goes, yeah, I know. It's all an act. It's all, it's all oh, it a show. Is. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, that's, that's what it was. Um, it was very cool. And, and I had a bit of an orgasm when, when I shook Jonathan Colton's hand. He's like, hey, how's it going? He's not nearly as tall as I thought he was. No, he does seem a um, lot taller, and he is—he is a chill individual. Certainly, like, certainly. He, he's like, Definitely. yeah, you know, we'll play it by ear. Whatever happens, happens. Whatever. It just—I don't know. I—he's just one of the coolest guys, I think, in this in this performance circle. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, Cap. What were your what were your impressions of me? You haven't even I, seen Jonathan in concert. No, I've never even seen. Kevin, like Kevin, is used to this stuff. I've. When I go to a stage, I'm either watching Kevin or Dad or somebody, and I do like concessions. So that was a little different for me being on the stage, checking things. Quite frankly, my first impression was I saw Jonathan Colton's butt crack. But um, <laughs> <laughs> congratulations, you're, you're one of the few. <laughs> I almost tweeted it, but I thought that might look a little awkward to you know my friends who are very shy and sheltered. Um, <laughs> but no, it was it was real cool. I was glad to meet Paul and Storm because, quite frankly, until what three four days ago, I didn't know that they used to be part of Davinci's Notebook. So yeah, I, that was you should you should have said something to him like, hey, I, I, I really liked uh, y'all's work in that. We'll be with them afterward we'll when they go again. off stage. So, yes. it should be uh, sufficiently amazing. It should be pretty awesome. And now I keep wanting to sign Squirrel, some strange <laughs> or rodent or whatever. But I want to—I feel just feel like doing this all the time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say your your sheltered friends do know what you're going to be signing up there, right? Not yet. I haven't I haven't gotten the hard to te- hard to tell them. Um, yeah, because well, worse because you show them on, on video. It's like, hey, I got this new YouTube video just came out. <laughs> just check check this out. Check this out. It's pretty cool. Um, what uh, one of the best parts of the whole thing is uh, Jonathan actually asked what he what we wanted him to introduce us as when yes. he calls us up there, and uh, I my mind went blank as it always does in those situations. But Kevin came in with the bad philosophers because I'm a genius. Uh, because he is a genius, and we are the bad philosophers, at least two of us. And hey, now you're now officially one. You are on bad philosophy. So you will so. not be incorrectly Cat. introduced. Yes. Okay. Um, it's going to be awesome, though. I. I don't think I still don't think it's stuck in with me, and I, I don't think it will until we're like until I'm driving home. Quite possibly. And, don't don't like die on your way home. Right, that and and sad. I will I will look at the video and I will go, oh my god, I I'm signing on stage <laughs> with Jonathan Cole. Yeah. Um, there was a brief moment where where he was doing a sound check with the future soon, which is one of his <laughs> other tracks, and uh, I was just up at the mic and and just just signed along with it because it's another one that I've done. And uh, Kevin managed to get a video of it, so yeah, sort of, sort of a candid moment rehearsing, yeah, practicing. Because for the for the actual show, I'm going to be in a uh, a very like retro '70s style jacket sort of a thing with uh, with them, of course, up on stage as well. So oh, I, <laughs> the coolness just it hasn't sunk in yet. I don't know. Like it's almost the world got a little bit smaller today. Good. <laughs> Because you know we're we're used to this kind of separation between us and personalities, right? You know, you, you've got mm-hmm. you've got big celebrities, and then you've got everybody else. And I mean, granted, these guys aren't big celebrities, but they're big in the right circles. Yes. They're, they're bigger big than in we this, are. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> big in the circles we that we frequent. And um, I mean, when you say Jonathan Colton, most geeks know who you're talking about. 
Um, they've heard his music. They've heard of Portal. They've probably played Portal. Um, and they like his tracks. So if you say, yeah, I'm, I've been on stage with the guy. I've mm-hmm. performed with him. I, we're entering an elite cadre. Uh, he's only had... That I can cadre. think of... Cadre? Cadre? Okay. It's a that mystery man reference. Sorry. <laughs> they, they mention that and say... That's right. Yes, That's cadre. right. He says cadre. And, and cadre. Yeah, get corrects Because <laughs> he's had other people on, on the show before, or on, on the stage, stage before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily, um, who did the Code Monkey Dance. And uh, what's her name with the ukulele? Uh, Kristen Schertz. Kristen Schertz. Oh, I've seen her on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, something called like the, the March Band or something. The, I have no so, idea. Some, some marching band group with. or something in, uh, in New York. But we're, you know, we're kind of, uh, we're joining that elite family <laughs> of people that have performed with Jonathan Colton. It's subset. a cool feeling. It's a, it's a subset, yeah. It is, but I, th- I think that the whole idea is mentioned of the, the world getting smaller is something yeah. that we're seeing more of nowadays. Um, somebody, don't remember who, uh, actually had a book called The World is Flat that deals with that sort of stuff. I mean, his is more business-oriented. You know, the world is, is easy to move around. It's, you don't have, there's not something on the other side of the world. We're all on the same side now right, with, with right. technology, and it's a lot easier to communicate, get in touch with people. Um, but we're, we're seeing it with, with celebrities as well. I mean, stuff like on Twitter, uh, which, which is making a lot of celebrities... More accessible to people. Yes. And sure, a lot of the accounts are fake. A lot of them are run by publicists. But there are those out there that aren't. Jonathan Colton's being an example. Right. And Will Wheaton's being an example. Yes. Felicia Day. Felicia um, Day. Uh, Will Wheaton, I've actually, you know, um, I, I commented on his blog and he responded to me. And, and it wasn't, it was as equals. I mean, we, we told a joke together, him and I. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's the sort of the way, the thing it, the way it worked. And that's, and that's because. And I think the celebrities are more aware. It's like, yeah, we're just guys. You know, yeah, just, Will is just this guy, you know? And that's that's the feeling I got going up there. It's just like, these are guys. This is their yeah. job. Mm-hmm. This is what they do. And, and they're letting us visit them at work, mm-hmm. essentially. <laughs> it's, um, it's not an epic day for them. It's, no, it's, it's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. It's another concert. Like, they've, they've done this thousands of times before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, I, I really, I like this new paradigm of celebrity. I, I like being able to, to connect with with the people that we admire um, and kind of you know bring them down off their pedestal or raise us up or however you want to look at it I don't think there are pedestals anymore it's, I think, it's an even playing field I mean yeah. Jonathan Colton I mean is a guy that started writing songs once a week or putting out a new song once a week in 2005 that's what he started doing yeah and that's that's all that he had to do and and he became a celebrity not because of, of a publicist or because of an image but because this is what he did, and he was a guy, and, and he was good at it. He was. <laughs> and everybody acknowledged that. And I said, yeah. this is good stuff, this is stuff I enjoy and want to see more of. So we did. And I kind of think he's he's begrudgingly taken on sort of the, the role as the, the traveling, the touring concert performer. Like, I, I don't know if he, he feels entirely at home on the stage. I mean, he's certainly not an entertaining, like visually entertaining performer when he's on stage. No, like, he, that's goes not he, he goes up and he sings a song. He goes up and he like, sings. And... And people love him for that, but he doesn't really try to be anything more than he is. No, which is I really respect. I mean, him you don't for that. you don't see him in, in you know sequined cod pieces. Right. Or he goes up there and, like in jeans and a t-shirt. That's a uh-huh. scary image. <laughs> oh, it's been done. It's been done. Who on earth is more a sequined cod piece? Ew. Cod piece. Cod more than more than one person, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm um, sure. I, I think I've I can't get that picture that. out of my head now. Thanks. I do what I can. <laughs> Well, it's a new breed of celebrity, and uh, 
and I think it's it will gradually replace the the mega star, the Michael Jacksons, the uh, the Untouchables, the Untouchables. Yeah, yeah. The, the people that that do kind of live on their own cloud, as it were, mm-hmm. and uh, and just come down to to grace the masses with a touch of their their aura. Well, I think it kind of it goes along with um, in music, particularly the downfall of the label that we're, that mm-hmm. we're getting closer to every day, and the the uh, the rising of the indie label of yeah. the indie performer. Um, it's a lot easier for an indie musician, Jonathan Colton being an example, MC Lars being another, um, to to be successful what they do by themselves, right? And without without the massive corporations behind them, yeah, with no middleman with no record labels, not, with no business okay, deals. So yeah. Jonathan Colton isn't Michael Jackson famous, but he doesn't need to be, and he's making a comfortable living. Yeah, and he's doing <laughs> what he enjoys doing. Right. Yeah. Um, at one point. Um, <laughs> Paul just mused uh, during the, the Austin concert. He he, w- he was up there and he was he just he kind of looked around and with just this this grin on his face he said, "This is my job." <laughs> and it was just that moment of realization that, oh my God, I'm singing for three four hundred people who love me every few days, and, and I'm making a living at it. <laughs> it's a pretty cool job. It's it's a pretty freaking awesome job. So we're we're really going to enjoy uh, signing. We'll we'll try to put pictures up on the Bad Philosophy uh, webpage. We'll definitely put the video up. We're going to get uh, someone hopefully to to put that up for us and to, to record that for us. And uh, should be pretty freaking awesome. It should be pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> I'm excited. Well, thanks for listening to this weekly. Why, uh, Kevin Saunders? Thanks, and Kat. We hope to have you on again via Skype, perhaps. Probably. I'm Stephen Torrance. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I uh, should mention that. S Torrance for me. S T O R E N C E. Kevson, K E V S O S A U N D. And Cat uh, Saunders. K K A T. Saunders. Uh, all right. Thank you for listening. See you next time on Bad Philosophy. Bad Philosophy is brought to you by Skype Out and by Apple. Check out their offers through the affiliate section of our website. Badphilosophy.com It was impressive.